0: Let us pray. Emmanuel, God with us, we are filled with wonder at the birth of Jesus Christ. Your only Son, your gift to the world, was born as we are, yet born to love us and to show us what it truly means to be human. You gave your all to the world in the bleakness of a stable and revealed your love and your mercy through a tiny child. And we worship the birth of the Saviour who was promised, the Son of God who became vulnerable, so that we might know how strong the power of saving love is. Such grace is undeserved, Lord. Forgive our ingratitude for all you have done, for failing to acknowledge all that it cost you, for not pausing in the midst of the business to behold the wonder and the mystery of the word made flesh. So as we ponder the Christmas story, lead us to the manger. Grant us your mercy through your unconditional love and reawaken our hearts and lives in worship. Draw us close to the Saviour who invites us into his glorious light, that we too may kneel and adore him and offer the Christ child the gift of our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
1: The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as soldiers rejoice when dividing their plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle
2: for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me according to your word. Then the angel left her.
3: To Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them.
4: like that it's great to see everyone together it reminds you of the true meaning of christmas at a time which is always so busy there's just so much to do isn't there all that cooking to organize all those cards to write all those presents to find and finding the inspiration for those presents is hard sometimes well except for one man who found it when he was just walking down the street and he saw in a window quite by chance exactly what he needed so he went in and said to the shopkeeper i'll have that and the shopkeeper said oh so I think that's a very wise choice. Your son's going to love it. And he frowned and he thought, "Hmm, yes that may be right. Perhaps I better take two." <laughs> but you know it is lovely to to have a chance to choose gifts, to to show our love for people who are dear to us, especially at Christmas. The ones who've shared themselves with us. Some throughout the whole length of our lives, some just for a while. But they've walked with us, they've guided our footsteps, they've shared our worries, they've cared for us and touched our hearts and lifted our spirits. But as the years go by we lose some of our dearest companions, perhaps because their lives have taken a different path, perhaps because they've passed on and are now with our Lord. But we feel their loss so acutely at Christmas when there are no presents for them under the Christmas tree, when there's one less place to set at the table, when they're not with us to sing carols badly or share a box of hankies for the Christmas movies or fall asleep during the Queen's speech, not there to look back on the joys and the challenges of the year gone by or to encourage each other for all the coming year might bring There is never a time in the year when they are far from our minds, but Christmas is poignantly touching and heartwarming too, as we remember all they brought to us, all they taught us, all the fun, all the love, all that they mean to us now and forever. And as long as we live they too will live because they are a part of us as we remember them. When we're weary and in need of strength, when we're lost and sick at heart, when we have joys that we yearn to share, when we have decisions to make that are difficult, when we have achievements that are based on theirs, we remember them. As long as we live, they too shall live, for they have made us what we are, and with our hearts full of love, we will always remember them.
5: This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told.
6: one Christmas a minister asked some children a question. What difference would it make if Jesus had not been born? Well most of the answers were very predictable. No Christmas tree, no presents, no nativity play and so on. But after the service a 10 year old boy sidled up to the minister and said if Jesus had not been born you'd be out of a job. (laughs) Well it's true. I'm in a job because of the events that we're remembering today, because of the Bethlehem baby. And it's not just me and other clergy types. This birth has made a difference over the generations, affecting millions of ordinary men and women all over the world. For it led to the life, the death, the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus. The theologian Professor Charlie Mall said the size of the crater usually indicates the force of the explosion. And it all began with the characters in our Nativity readings. As God's salvation plan unfolds, Mary, an obedient young girl, was the first to have her life turned upside down. From the angel's shocking news, she had to come to terms with this conception by the Holy Spirit. And the responsibility, too, of bringing up the Son of God into the world. And the Virgin Mary tells Elizabeth and Zechariah that she's pregnant. And then the bombshell is dropped for Joseph, the fourth person directly affected at that time. And gradually the ripples of God with us make a difference. The role of Mary in the nativity play is a big part. I've never played it myself. But it's a really significant role. And Luke's Gospel tells us a lot about her. St Matthew reveals the most about Joseph. Elsewhere, he's only mentioned a few times in the Bible, and he's not mentioned at all in Mark or Acts. There are some stories in the Apocrypha, but they're a bit unreliable. Joseph, therefore, has no lines in the Nativity story. If you're cast to play him, it's a supporting role. There's a lot of standing by. So Joseph quietly plays his part in the background. Yet an archetypical good man, powerfully used by God, an earthly stand-in for our Heavenly Father, supporting Mary, enabling our Saviour, the Saviour of the world, to take centre stage. And St. Matthew tells us how the birth of Jesus came about. Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Jesus wasn't Joseph's baby. His world was turned upside down. He must have doubted Mary. He must have thought the worst. But Matthew continues, because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and didn't want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. How he must have loved Mary, to stand by her. And we see something of the nature of God in Joseph, because he takes her suspected shame and blame upon himself. People would have thought that he took advantage of her and prior to their marriage, a big thing in those days. Imagine the sniggers behind his back. And it's only after he faithfully pledged to stand by her that an angel encourages him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. How this uncertain world needs saving. What a global mess we are in. Selfishness, godlessness, injustice, terror, war. This fragile planet desperately needs love, hope, peace, new beginnings. Thankfully, Joseph stands by Mary through her pregnancy, and when an imperial census is called, he journeys with her to Bethlehem, supporting her when there's no room, leading her to Egypt, safely away from persecution. Faithfulness, faithfulness plays its part, despite doubt, enabling salvation to be born. In the 1980s, Michael Card wrote Joseph's song and he ponders the question, how could it be? Father, show me where I fit into this plan of yours. How can a man be the father to the son of God? Lord, for all my life I've been a simple carpenter. How can I raise a king? Yet despite the mystery of it all, obedient Joseph stands by. And Joseph devoutly observed Jewish traditions. He ensured that Mary and Jesus were nurtured spiritually. And God entrusts his son to be raised by human hands. A minister was teaching Christianity to nursery school children. And what happened on Christmas Day, he said brightly, And a little boy replied, Daddy was sick on the
7: stairs.
6: (laughs) Like it or not, parents make an impression on their kids. Think of Joseph's influence on our Lord's life. Even though it's thought that Joseph died before Jesus' ministry began, Jesus went on to tell parables about fathers. The most famous tells of a loving dad waiting and longing for his wayward son to return home. Matthew 13, people in Nazareth amazed at Jesus' teaching. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked? Isn't he the carpenter's son? Where then did he get all these things? Joseph would have played his part. Joseph the carpenter, who also passed on other skills to his adopted son too. How ironic that Jesus went on to be nailed to a wooden cross, dying to reconcile us to God with the promise of eternal life. You see, for me, Joseph is the patron saint of faithfulness and standing by. He doesn't get in the way. He enables our Lord to come and to stand by us stepping into our shoes, as it were, graciously bringing forgiveness, healing, and a new beginning, if we put our trust in him, if we receive Jesus into our hearts. Will you do that this Christmas? Joseph stood by Mary. Jesus stands by us. And I have two questions. Will you embrace our Savior and stand by him? Our secular society prefers to keep him at arm's length. I call you today to stand by Jesus. And secondly, will we in Christ's name stand by others this Christmas? My dad stood by me over the years. Just like my mum was, he was a great influence or is a great influence on my life. Sadly, dad has Parkinson's disease now. He needs full-time care. Recently he was in hospital, and our roles have been reversed. My brother and I are now standing by him as best we can. But I was shocked when I was on one ward, for the person who brought food to the patients came in and plonked it down, on trays, but out of his reach. It was there. Everything he needed was there, but he couldn't get to it. It was the same with the medication. They came in and they put it on the tray, but he couldn't reach it. And other patients on the ward in the same sort of state who were sick couldn't grasp what they needed and it was all there. It took me to go and get the tray and stand by people and give them what they needed. Just as the poor in this abundant world need generous people standing by them. Just as persecuted Christians and persecuted of other faith in the world need people of solidarity standing by them. Just as vulnerable children need people standing by them who will protect them and nurture them and sometimes even foster them. Consider the potential of your influence for good or ill in the world. In Christ, God graciously gives us all that we need. As Jesus comes and stands by us, we must receive him. And then he calls us to go in his name to stand by others so that they can too receive what's there for them. We stand by them with the gospel's good news. We stand by them with love, care, and forgiveness. We stand by them in prayer. We stand by them sharing God's providence. Let no one ever tell you that you are unimportant or insignificant. You are never a person on the sidelines or in other people's shadows. Because God loves you and he gave his son for you. He will stand by you and he wants you to stand by others in his name. And he will help you. For the humble of heart can do great things with him, with great love. They can make a difference this Christmas time and always. And so today, I wish you a happy Christmas. But I pray, let us go out, stand by Christ and stand alongside others for him. Amen. Amen.
8: baby in my arms sleeping now so peacefully It shines again. How could it be?
9: Let us pray. Emmanuel, God present with us, we hold before you this world and all its peoples, especially where there is war, violence, devastations, persecution, starvation, and discrimination. We pray for the governments and leaders of the world, for the pursuit of peace, justice, and mutual respect between communities and nations.
10: Emmanuel, God present with us, we hold before you this fragile planet, which you created and is ours on lease. We are not responsible stewards of your gifts. And we ask for the resolve and strength to radically change our lives that we, and all who come after us might enjoy and share together the beauty of your earth.
9: Emmanuel, God present with us, we hold before you those who are poor, hungry, and homeless, especially for all refugees and migrants, and those who love and care for them.
10: Emmanuel, God present with us, we hold before you our own families, friends and neighbours, especially those who are sick, dying, bereaved, those lonely, estranged and anxious.
9: Ever-faithful God, come stand by us and with us all and all who hold in our hearts this Christmas and fill our lives with your peace, hope and and
11: love. Amen. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life And that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all might live. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be be to God. God.
10: May the eagerness of the shepherds, the joy of the angels, the perseverance of the wise, the obedience of Joseph and Mary, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.